Well, the 24th men's tour down under gets underway at 11.10 this morning from Murray Street to Nunda. A breezy 144 k's awaits the contestants in the first stage of a race now um, that has really captured not just the attention but indeed the imagination of South Australians. Uh, not just because of its merits as a spectacle but indeed too through the efforts of our next guest, the voice of cycling himself, Phil Liggett. Phil, good morning to you. A very good morning to you. Um, before we get to the men's race, uh, the, the, the women's race has, has uh, just been run and won. They included the Wollonga Hill climb um, this year too. Uh, any any passing thoughts on the women's stage this year, Phil? Yeah, that, that concluded on Sunday uh, on the old Wollonga Hill for the first time for the women. Uh, and it was uh, a terrific race. The women's race has gone to a whole new level now. Mm. It was a three-day race, but next year they're talking already of extending it to more days. Um, the big field was full of outstanding women riders. And, of course, it was a little bit of a fairy tale, to say the least, because Serta Giganti uh, won after a couple of years of really uh, quite serious injuries. Uh, and she, she thought even at 23 she was she was finished as a bike rider. But everybody stayed loyal to her. She stayed very loyal to her sponsors. And yesterday, um, or rather last Sunday, it was an unbelievable uh, result for her to ride away, put more than 30 seconds into the classiest field ever here, and and she won on her own. Yeah, fantastic result. Just looking through the the stages. um, So we mentioned stage one from Tanunda that starts today. Then you've got Norton yes. Oberfall, Tea Tree Gully to Campbelltown, Murray Bridge to Port Elliot, Christie's Beach to Wollonga Hill with the big climb, Unley to Mount Lofty. Do you, do you have a favourite stage of the tour down under, Phil? <laughs> uh, well, it's got to be the last weekend as a group, I think, because yeah. after today's stage around Tanunda, it's a fairly well-known circuit. It could be one of the few days when the sprinters have their say. It's 144 kilometres, weather's good. And, <clears throat> yep, it should be a good race. And maybe Kelly Buen who missed out on the weekend's uh, races last weekend uh, because he was uh, feeling the sun, uh, seems to be okay, and, and he's back in the colours of uh, Jaco. So we'll see. But uh, at the end of the weekend, we're, we're going up uh, the same course finish as the women last Sunday, and that's on Wollonga Hill, and that's on the Saturday. And then on Sunday, we've taken and seem to have adopted Mount Lofty after last year, which provided us with such a, a great finish. And that was won by Simon Yates last year. Simon's back, and I guess we must put Simon amongst the favours to win this race overall. And he might well win the last stage on Mount Lofty, but it's all about the last weekend. This is probably the kind of question that you you, you hate getting because you're an aficionado, and um, <laughs> and, and I'm someone who puts it on and has to have you spoon feed the information for me to understand all that's happening. But I, is there a, is there a stage of a tour that you generally find yourself getting most up and excited about? Do you like to see the sprint stages? Is it the climbs that you like, the really grueling parts that where the, the, the lighter-bodied guys uh, have a chance? Is, is there a part of a, the, 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 the flow of a tour, Phil, that you find yourself particularly getting really excited about? As a commentator, I love calling a sprint finish of maybe 100 riders charging for the line yes. and take the viewers into the peloton and try and work the tactics out and see the movement of the riders <clears throat> as the leaders uh, the pace men look for their, for their leaders to put them in the right place. It becomes extremely scary. Um, and these guys just dice, dice with crashes every inch mm. of the way to the line. And it's, it's very exciting as a commentator to call those. And it's a bonus if you get the winner right as well. So I feel good then. <laughs> <laughs> well, but speaking then, of a winner, who do, who, who do you, who do you think will win it this year? 
Well, overall, for yeah. me, um, there are some outstanding riders here, of course, as there always are. This is the first round of the World Cup, of the World Tour, rather, for the professionals. Uh, Simon Yates and his, his teammate could be his biggest rival, uh, Luke Plapp, the Aussie. Uh, Luke uh, won his third um, national title uh, just uh, 10 days ago now at, uh, at in Ballarat in, in Victoria. And he's only one of only four riders in the history of cycling in Australia to have taken that title three times in a row. And so he's, he's good form. He's a young lad. He's got a great future. And he's a teammate of Yates and the good mates. So as the race unfolds over the first three or four days, if one of them happens to lose time for whatever reason, the other will automatically become the man to help try and win the stage. But they're going in as joint leaders of the team and I think joint favourites to win the race. Now, Phil, I, you just as I mentioned right at the start, uh, you do such a wonderful job calling the race for people that are aficionados and people who don't know a, a great deal about racing altogether. Yeah. I think they all, everyone can get something out of that, and you just a, you've done a, such a wonderful job being an ambassador for the sport in its entirety. Uh, last year, uh, you celebrated your 80th birthday. Uh, I saw that, <laughs> and I thought, one, yeah. well, no, there's no way Phil doesn't sound like he's 80. That can't be right. But then I thought. Well, how many more tours are we going to get out of you, Phil? Um, well, I'm, hey, <laughs> next year we're number 25. Cause 25? I've done every year at the Santos. Yeah, 25 years I've done this race next year. And uh, from the beginning, I helped them with the organization yes. in 98. And then in 99, the race got off the ground. And I've been every year since, apart from the COVID years when the race wasn't mm. held. But, um, yeah, I can't believe where the year's gone. And unfortunately, I am 80. Uh, but, you know, I've been out and already cycled this week over 100 kilometres with the lads. <laughs> so I don't feel 80. I'm acting like a kid all the time. That's the problem. Maybe but that's the secret. Hey, you're, you're as old as you feel. It's up to you. And uh, <laughs> I put cycling down to keep me on the right side of, of 80 as far as I'm concerned. Because the, the, the riders and the people in the street here uh, come and talk to me. Uh, they, they almost fall flat on the face when I tell them, hey, you're talking to an old man here, yeah, and uh, they, they, they just can't believe it. Well, long may it last. Absolutely, it can't last much longer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might have found the secret, Phil. That you may just, uh, you may just. Hey, I'll let it. you. Know, I'll let you know on 120. Okay. Yeah, there. Please do. That'll be great. We're looking forward to that for the for the 54th tour down under. Phil Liggett, great to oh. chat. All the best, and have a great call over the uh, the coming week. <laughs> Lovely, thanks so much. Yes, it all starts at uh, just after 11 o'clock this morning. Here's the voice of cycling. Some sporting commentators just become synonymous with their sport in a way that transcends just the simple, uh, noble role of, of calling the action. Phil Liggett's in that category. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.